a monumental week this week at the state capitol in Springfield. The criminal justice reform bill among the bills passed. And Mike Madigan's reign as House Speaker is over. Dave Dahl from WTAX in Springfield joins us now to recap it all. Dave, before we jump into things, you are no stranger to these parts in Champaign. The, uh, the patrol, the uh, Southwest Quadrant is a uh, student at Robeson Elementary School and uh, later Jefferson and Centennial back in the 70s and 80s. And I've uh, graced the airwaves of DWS a time or two. Um, actually reading my first newscast off the back of a shovel. I'll be darned. It's a blast from the past. Well, let's jump that, into... That, uh, Last part was a gag. <laughs> Let's jump into uh, all of the happenings in Springfield. You did just get some news today uh, that stands to be big news about a, a, a positive COVID test uh, at the arena where the state house was hosting session this week. Right. They met in the Bank of Springfield Center, which is the current name of what used to be the Prairie Capital Convention Center, and for all the precautions and all the planning, uh, still a positive COVID test this afternoon after the House gaveled out for the day. And in fact, after the House gaveled out until February 2nd, Chief of Staff to the Speaker uh, informed everybody that there was a positive test and that uh, House members and staff were advised to quarantine. They didn't have any more information uh, than that. I've already done my time with uh, the COVID, and plus I wasn't in the Bank of Springfield Center today. Plus, they helpfully had me corralled off uh, from the lawmakers, so we were protected from one another. And uh, for the reporters that were there, we even had to have a police escort to the bathrooms, if you can believe that. But uh, I guess it's not something to joke about now because they've got a positive test for it. And, uh, you know, it's too bad. Uh, as I said, after they made all the, the cautions, they kept the general public out. They had the inauguration of the House there yesterday. And uh, you couldn't even have your family with you if you were a representative. They had one of those photo stations where you could have a backdrop of, uh, you know, a nice inauguration backdrop. You have a picture taken by yourself in front of it. I guess you're supposed to Photoshop your family in later. But uh, that's all we know about the uh, positive test that was reported this afternoon by the speaker's office. All right, and we will continue to follow that. Big news out of the week. Mike Madigan out as House Speaker. Chris Welch in. For our listeners who might not have been following it super close, recap how we got here, Dave. Well, Speaker Madigan, who had been Speaker for uh, 36 out of 38 years, was going for his 19th term. And over the last year or two, his uh, support among his House Democratic caucus has uh, eroded. And uh, just going away, sunk by sunk, and then the dam burst. A couple of years ago, there was a new tweet scandal that went through uh, the Speaker's office and through his uh, political operation. And uh, the uh, problem with the Speaker himself wasn't that uh, he was the harasser, but that he was uh, letting it happen or turning a, a blind eye to it or didn't know about it. Anyway, all the people that were involved uh, are now gone. And now come to find out, the Fed had been looking at the Commonwealth Edison, which has admitted that for the past decade or so, it's been trying to bribe its way into a favorable legislation. The Chicago-based utility getting to members of Madigan's inner circle. Uh, they haven't gotten enough on Madigan where they have indicted 
the former speaker, and again, the speaker said that he didn't know anything about it. Uh, one of his closest friends, uh, Mike McLean, who's a former lawmaker and a, well, a lobbyist from the Quincy area, it turns out if you look at the investigation, it's kind of a blabbermouth about it and uh, on tape talking all about it. But uh, while Madigan is implicated, uh, he is not charged in the Chicago Utility Commonwealth Edison has to pay the feds $200 million. And uh, that has been such a, a big deal around here and around political Illinois that uh, it wound up up to 19, at least 19, House Democrats said they're done with Madigan. They're not going to vote for him. And you need 60 votes to become the speaker. And uh, with 73 House Democrats, uh, that would be meant to know more than 54. And, in fact, in private voting before the in-front-of-the-scenes voting Wednesday, I think it was Sunday, there was a caucus where the House Democrats numbered uh, only 51 for Madigan. And he said, you know what, I'm going to suspend my campaign. And then uh, before you know it, the Black Caucus has met and has uh, named Chris Welch black caucus candidate for speaker and uh by just before noon wednesday uh he wells indeed had well over uh, 60 votes to uh, become now the speaker the first african-american to be speaker of the house in illinois we're talking with dave Dahl of wtax recapping the monumental week in springfield this week uh big week for the legislative black caucus you just mentioned them a moment ago dave they got uh, pretty much all of their agenda to the governor's desk it was a good week for them it was there was a bit of a compromise the uh landmark uh, criminal justice bill that uh, i'm sure you've been reporting on they took the uh, uh elimination of qualified immunity out of it uh, really, when you have any kind of a bill that would uh, appear uh, to restrict some of the police powers or make it uh, harder or more difficult uh, to be a cop, uh, you're going to get quite a bit of pushback uh, from the police and the people who lobby for police. And that they're a powerful force down here. But the Black Caucus did indeed dig in uh, for its full killer agenda. And there are enough uh, people of color in the legislature that uh, they frequently speak as as one voice. And uh, attention must be given, uh, if not always honored. But this time, uh, that's exactly what happened. And I think they would have to declare uh, the lame duck session a success. And uh, then we have the inauguration and then a brief first first day of school. And everyone picks out their desks and whatnot. And then the House will be back on February 2nd, and I don't know yet if they're uh, going to be able to get back into the Capitol or if they'll still be back at Springfield Center, which is down the street. The Senate, which is half the size of the House, is able to meet, and uh, they're done for a couple of weeks. The Senate is able to meet in the Senate chamber, I should say. Hey, Dave, we'll let you go. It's good to have you back on our airwaves here in Champaign, and keep up the good work down there. It's tremendous fun, Tim, and uh, it's my pleasure. Thank you again. No problem. That's Dave Dahl, former WDWS intern and reporter with WTAX in Springfield. You formerly heard him on our station with the Illinois Radio Network, recapping all of the happenings this week in Springfield. It's 428, 42 degrees. Tim Dittman in for Scott Beatty on the DWS NewsHour. Local news is next.